Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. ABC coming out with a new series called The Golden Bachelor. So it is The Bachelor but for senior citizens. I love this. They've been working on it for a while, and there's been talk about this for a while, Mm -hmm. but they finally went ahead. They're going to go with it. Uh, It should come out this fall. And so there's an, and no one's been announced yet, like okay. who the, the lead man will be, but mm. an older gentleman. And then uh, a bunch of ladies come in the mansion and they try to find someone that they can spend uh, the last years of their life with. I somehow am more implied, implied, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, is implied? Anyway. More uh, prone to Prone watch. to watching this than I would the other version. Because I feel like this one feels a little bit more mature. Well, People have had some life experiences. It's yes. not all that uh, willy-nilly BS. Yeah. And we have nothing like this. I can't think of a dating show that... I can't either. Yeah. I, this might be one of the first of its kind. So, well, um, I would like to know, and okay. I, I wrote a couple down. I would like to know, uh, when it comes to men, celebrities, yeah. which are... Older celebs you find attractive. Uh, I would like for three names. I wrote down three okay. for myself. And I actually kind of... Um, yeah, do you want to go first? Or do you sure. want me to... I'll go first. Why don't you go first? I'll go okay. first. These are three ladies that are older than I am, uh, okay. all over 50, and oh, that I find attractive. Here we go. Let's hear it. Uh, number one, J-Lo. Jennifer Ooh. Lopez. <sighs> yeah. She's 52. That's actually crazy that she's 52. Okay. Love it. Halle Berry. Oh, yes. 55. Yes. And number one, well, not necessarily, this is not in any particular order. Um, at age 57, Shania Twain. Oh, yeah. Yep. So those are, those okay. Are three yes, I'm, I'm with you on all those. Yep. All right. Okay, so here's my guys. I'm going to start with George Clooney. I know that's basic, but mm. he really is. He's just, I feel like he's always going to look good for, for the rest of his life. Um, Idris Elba. Yeah, I know who that is. Oh, my gosh. He was I the think, sexiest man alive. Yeah, I and I 100% agree with that. I think he is so attractive, and he's mm. he's got to be up there. And John Hamm. I have oh. a, I have an obsession with John Hamm. Mad Men. He kind of played a horrible character, right? Mm. He was like this misogynist. Like, like, like yeah, like he was a terrible guy. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> I really liked okay. him. Like, that's screwed up okay. to say. All but right, all right. Like, gosh, he's Your so love attractive. for John Hamm is spilling out. Okay. He's in a new Fletch movie I heard that was good. I haven't seen it. I've it's called Fletch. You're like, what's Fletch? Fletch? No, I don't even know what um, that is. Okay, which so older celeb guys. do you find attractive? What about, what do, what do you think? Gerard Butler. Oh, oh man. And his accent. Yes, oh. that's why. <laughs> he's so cute, oh. yeah. Totally. Oh. That's a good one. It's scruff, too. Scruff. Oh, I love it. You know, I yeah. live with the scruff at all times now. I, I, I've, I've been told ever since I got the scruff. I'm going to make this about me, Go if that's ahead, okay Jesse. with both sure. you young ladies. We, um, were, we were waiting. I've been told the scruff's <laughs> a good look on me. Would you agree? <laughs> you know, I've seen the pictures. I think I like the scruff. Sometimes, 
But Liz Shaven's just a little too baby faced. It, it is. If you go back and look at our Instagram, I just posted a picture yeah. the other day of me from 15 years ago with a buzzed head and baby faced. And I look like I'm 17 years old. You look very young. I think you've you've found your look. Not nearly as manly as I look What, now. you got a little bit of salt and pepper flakes here and there? Well, and I'm 40 now. On your way to a silver fox, okay. Jesse. All right. Who is a celebrity that you think is really attractive, but they're just a little bit older? Sam Elliott. Oh. oh you know what? Beef. I thought of him. It's. I, do you think it's the cowboy thing? I think so, because I first, like, found I was attracted to him when I watched The Ranch. So. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, I know. Not not uh, 1883 or well, I mean, yeah, Tombstone. I was he in Tombstone? Like, how old is this guy? Like, he's... Uh, he's looked like he's 70 for the last 30-something years. 78. Wow. 78. That dude has looked 78 for 40 years. But it's... He's got... I think it's his, like, attitude and the way he dresses that makes him mm. and attractive. That voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Thanks. Hey, thanks for calling. Yep. Anna, do you, do you remember this? Beef. It's what's for dinner. No. What? When you said beef, I... You didn't... I was like, what? You know, He's a cattle beef. rancher? I didn't it's know what, what you were talking about. Pretty much. Oh, my goodness. The beef. I, now I need to look this up and see Not what it good. looks like. Who is an older celebrity you find attractive? What's up? Mark Harmon. Oh, that's, you are the mm-hmm. second person to mention Mr. Harmon. He's 71 years old. And he still looks good. Yeah, Anna, he does. Anna, Something in the eyes. You. Anna, I got to ask yeah. you, would you? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I would. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for calling. Thanks. Bye. And as a man, I look at, sometimes I see guys, I'm like, I want to be that good looking when I'm that age. You know? Okay, all right. We'll we'll see. We can't. You can't predict that. You're only forty right now. Yeah, I got thirty one years yeah, to go. We've got no way. Thirty one years of sexiness to build up. Uh oh. Get those uh, <laughs> get those gray hairs coming right. in. For the first time in over twenty years, I was in an arena last night with thousands of people, and not one person in sight could use their cell phone. Ah, that's so crazy. And it was awesome. Was it wild to it see that? It was wild. Yeah. We drove up to uh, the Nutter Center up in Dayton to see Kevin Hart perform, the comedian. And it's just, you couldn't, because I was like, oh, it's fine. I'll use my my Apple Watch while I'm up there. Because what happens is you walk into the venue and there's people standing there. And before you can even walk into the doors, they're like, we need your iPhone. You need your Android. We need any smartwatches. You have to put in this pouch they put it in the pouch. You put it in the pouch yourself, then they yeah. snap it shut. You can't unsnap it. Yeah. You have to have a special little tool. It's locked. And then they wow. give you the pouch. So you carry around your device. You can feel it vibrating and ringing and all of these oh. things. You're supposed to silence it. Yeah. Imagine if somebody forgot to silence it. I didn't hear one phone okay. in the entire yeah. Nutter Center go yeah. off. That was the first thing, right? So then I walk into the venue, and we're only in there for a little bit. And it's like, all right, let's get into the concession line, get some drinks, you know, all of that. And I was sitting there, uh, I was waiting for somebody to come out of the bathroom and I just was standing up against a wall looking around and no one was looking down. No yeah. one was looking at a phone because there yeah. were no phones. Yeah, People were looking at each other. People were talking to one another. It was this different nostalgic energy. Then inside of the arena, this again at Nutter Center for Kevin Hart last night, not one screen, not one watch lit up. 
Dave Chappelle came out and surprised everybody to bring Kevin Hart on stage. Not one person could take their phone out and get video or take pictures of it because nobody could access it. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. I am completely on board with this trend. Yeah, the way you describe it, it does sound pretty cool. Now, was it a cluster when you, I'm just trying to think of all the things that could go wrong. Was it a cluster when you left the show? Because everyone has to get their pouch unsnapped. That was the only, so when we were all kind of filing out the door. Imagine you have to walk past one of the workers that has the special tool that unlocks the bag. They give you your stuff, and then you got to throw the little pouch into a thing. That took maybe an extra two or three minutes. Oh, so not bad. The only thing at any point in the night where I'm like, I could see this being a problem is uh, I went up there with a girl I'm dating, and she went to go to the use the restroom, and she that was like 100 feet down. I'm all the way down at the men's restroom, and there's all ah. these people in between. And I'm like, if there's any miscommunication about where the other person is, we are going to have a hard time finding each other. You'd almost, at that point, though, you just go back to your seat and yeah. just, like, you have to have a plan. Like, okay, if we don't find each other after the bathroom, just meet back at the seats. And we had, But we hadn't so even got the seats be. yet. It was definitely like, oh, oh we're going to have to meet at the entrance oh, or something. Oh, okay, now that's another question. So normally when I go somewhere and I have a ticket, I have the seating and everything on my that phone. That is a great Question. Ah! That is something what I didn't did think do? about. Yeah. I know, because your tickets, your mobile tickets are on your phone. I'm like, oh my gosh. It, it wasn't until they checked our phones in the little pouch and they put my watch in there and backed it up. And a girl with a post it note, she had a post it note had three sections on it. It had the, <laughs> it had a part where she wrote the section, it wrote the row, and then it wrote the seats we were in. And I had to carry this little post-it note oh. around to know where to sit. Oh, they did that for they you? They did it for us. Oh, so they know. They probably... But if you lose your post-it note, you're screwed. Unless you go to that tiny little room where you can actually they can act. It, they'll, yeah. unlock, they'll let you look at your phone in that room. <laughs> That's funny. They probably have ha- done enough shows like that mm. where people realize that they didn't know where they were sitting. Then they got to unlock all the pouches and they're well, like, okay, we got to have a solution to this. A girl came up to us at one point, like an hour into the show. She's like, y'all are in our seats. I pull out my post-it note. <laughs> yeah. I go, I go, did they screw the post-it note system up? And she's like, oh, sorry, we're one section over. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow, man. that's, it does sound, great. you might have convinced me that it, it would be kind of neat. It's just neat not having people being distracted. Yeah. Collectively, the yeah. whole show. Your parents been on your case about something, haven't they? Yeah, they have. They've been trying to convince me to move into the house across the street from them. Absolutely not. I don't think that's a good idea. It's a horrible idea. So the house uh, across the street from where my parents live in Coleraine, it's up for sale. And it is, I, I will say, it's the perfect starter home. It's small. I think there's only two bedrooms. Has perfect size little yard, you know, and they fix it up nice. And um, All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
my parents are all excited. They're like, Anna, the because they've been wanting me to buy a home for a while now. This is something that they try to convince me of. I'm almost 30. Instead of renting and throwing my money yeah. away, no, I, I get buy that. A house. So they're like, Anna, the perfect opportunity, the house across the street. You could move in there. And my mom's like, you know what? We would even mow your grass. Like, no. we could really work this out. And I'm like, Mom, no. You need separation. Like, I went over there this weekend, and my mom's like, well, just walk across the street with me, and we'll just look at it. We're just going to look. I'm like, okay, well, we'll go look at it. So we did. We didn't. We couldn't get inside, but you can peek in the windows uh-huh. and, and check out the yard. My mom's like, take pictures of everything. Let me Show tell me you that. something. Let me tell you something. I understand. What, your mom Your mom wants you to be closer nearby. So, sure, sure, But this yeah. arrangement mostly benefits them by them getting to see you more often and also just keeping tabs on what their daughter is doing. Yeah. Like, oh, see, so you mowed your yard in two weeks. Did you have over last we, night? Yeah, yeah. I saw oh, a carpool in Didn't see your car again for thir- the third night in a row. Yeah, where you been staying at? Wow. So there's that. And secondly, um, the, uh, I guess that was my main point. Yeah. Well, I told my mom, like, I can see it now. All of a sudden, I, you know, let's say I move into this house. All of a sudden, there's my mom at the door. And I'm like, mom, you didn't, you didn't call to say you were coming over. Yeah, well, I just, like, I had something here, and I thought you might like it, and I oh, thought I'd just yep. walk by. I was, It's going to be real quick. Oh, then they're going to... You they, know, it's going to be that thing. Then they're going to start making suggestions. Like, yeah, I just really don't... You got to get those weeds out. Yeah. For the front yard. Like, when my mom comes to visit to this day, she will, like, walk around my house and just pull weeds and talk so loudly that all of my neighbors can hear what she says. I'm like, can you keep it down a little bit? You're embarrassing me in front of my neighbors. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, my mom acts like that just coming into my apartment. Really? Well, I can't believe you still have this hanging up here. Yeah, it's I mean, like, I, they have good intentions. They do. On. They I know. do. There's and there like would be it. some benefits to it's, living that close to your parents, but I haven't lived, since I moved away from Iowa, my parents have been six and a half hours away at all that's, times. That's a real nice, no, I like that I'm in the same yeah, city as my parents. Nice. But I, um, my dad, he loves the show Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. Do you know that? Do you know yeah. how the parents live across the street? No, but I believe Okay, you. well, in the in the sitcom Everybody Loves Raymond, uh, Raymond, the main character, his parents live directly across the street, and they always cause a bunch of drama. And I think my dad, like, secretly deep down, he has this, that was his favorite show, and he's like, oh, uh, we'll be like, Everybody Loves Raymond. You know what? <laughs> you I, know? I, I, I like, think it's dad, okay at a certain point. Like, if I was, like, it, in my... 50s or 60s or something like that. My parents are getting a little older. Yeah. Sure. If they want to live nearby for quick access, mostly for me to go check on them, that's one thing. But no. Well, you've lived your, you've lived your, your younger years at that point where you got, you know, you got all your like, what, what, the, I don't know what. You got all that You've out of the way. You've lived some life. You've gotten some so life. So now out you're of the way. ready to just, you're fine to settle down, take care of mom and dad. Like, I'm not, I'm not ready for that. I told my mom, I'm like, do you like the relationship that we have right now? What if she said we, no? When, <laughs> well, she said yes. I was like, you know how we're kind of like friends now? Isn't it cool? Uh, yeah. That, that would go away like, if watch I move what, across the street. You, you saw what happened when we played Parcheesi the other day, <laughs> yeah, huh? Like, we, can't, we can't do this All too right. often. Joanna, I have our coworker Tisha in here today. Yeah. Hello, Tisha. Good afternoon. Hello. Tisha, the reason I brought you in today is because I'd like to address something that uh, you admitted to me earlier uh, that you did to me, and I personally think... It was, uh, I, I don't understand the reasoning behind it. It seems almost a little vindictive, and uh, I guess we'll let Anna decide. Okay, go ahead. I pulled in the parking garage where I got to work today with my truck, big old truck, and there was one spot open in the entire parking garage, and it was right next to a car that was running, and somebody was sitting in the car, and I was like, you know what? 
I don't really feel like trying to back my truck into that parking spot with a witness. Oh, because okay. it was going to take me a minute. Right, it was going right. to be kind of embarrassing. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to leave the parking garage. I'm going to go park out uh, in the lot outside with the rest sure. of the people that didn't park in the parking garage. About an hour later, our friend Tisha, our coworker Tisha, who's standing in front of me right now, mm-hmm. comes in. And she goes, I want you to know that I was the person in that car. I watched you pull in that parking garage. So you drive around the parking lot. And then I saw you leave the parking garage. And it wasn't until you left that I gave up that parking wow. spot and drove to the store. Tisha. So, okay, do you have, I mean, do you have anything to say about this before I go into my, because I got plenty to say. Well, first of all, it was more to be funny, mm. and it wasn't really funny. out of vindictiveness, which I thought, like, then th- I thought later when I told you, I thought, God, that sounds really mean, but, like, no, I honestly was kind of snickering to myself in my car, like, he's going to leave, <laughs> and I'm just waiting to go to Kroger. So, no, it really wasn't mean-spirited, but I feel that, like, I understand that that's how it be. feel like you got one over on old Jess. Just, yeah, just a little bit. But Do you, you feel know. like there was some sort of payback, some sort of something that needed to, like, is this a microaggression? Me? I mean, Anna, what do you think? Oh, well, I mean, okay, Tisha, I've never known you as one to be mean. Mm. So I'm going to give you that. As much as I want to be on your side, girl, because, like, girl power and all of that, uh, I simply can't. I know. Because <laughs> there are so many people in this building that think they have Assign parking spots in the garage. I knew you would not even remotely be on my side. And you know me. I don't care whose parking spot it is. The president of the whoever. Mm. Nope. It's open. I'm parking. So, Tisha, your little trick, don't try it on me. I'm going to be looking in cars now. Anna would have just parked right next to you in that parking spot. She doesn't care if she backs into poles, whatever. (laughs) wait. I would have just waited, like, right there. Look at you. You, be, you getting out? She'd be like that person at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. They'll just park in the middle of the aisle waiting for a car to back out for like two minutes. Uh, yeah. I don't have time for that. I'm a All busy right. person. I have an important job. So, Jess, where, where'd you park, Jess? I parked out front, like wow. uh, next to, uh, way out front. All out in the Dang, sun. T-shirt. All out in the sun. My direct's just baking out in the sun. Outside. Man. I hope you're happy. I hope you came back and that spot was you were sitting in was gone. Nope. It was there. All right, Tisha. <gasps> well, All right, I'm on your side, Jesse. Thank you, Anna. First thank time you. ever. Thank, thank you for coming I, in, uh, Tisha. You I are dismissed. I'm sorry, Jesse. Um, I, I did mean it to be funny, and okay. it, it wow. made me giggle. So. Wow. You know what? There's a thing. I took an apology language test, oh. and it said that the number one thing people need to do when they apologize to me is express regret. Oh. <laughs> and if you've expressed regret, then I accept your apology. Okay. okay. And what are we going to do in the future to avoid this? Uh, just leave the spot oh. okay. and go to lunch. All right, Tisha. We're All good. Right. We're back this on good awkward. terms. Now. Okay. Okay, good. Bye, Tisha. <laughs> Bye, Tisha. Hope you have a good afternoon. Thank you. See, this is a per- conflict resolution Woo! again. Let's yeah. Conflict resolution. I was laughing out loud last night when I see this video of T. Higgins. And he's being interviewed because Bengals are back on the practice field. And one of the interviewers asked him what he's been up to this summer. Trying to get a jellyfish tank together. Hey, I'm not going to lie. That's probably one of the hardest things I ever tried. <laughs> Next time I order some jellyfish, uh, we'll make sure they don't die this time. Looking online, I was watching, I was watching like a Discovery Channel, like, a, like Planet Earth. And jellyfish came up. And I was like, I wonder if you can have those as pets. And I looked it up and I, you, you can. So I ordered them. It was, it was like 25 bucks for, for each jellyfish. You can get, three of them. You can get anything on Amazon. Wait, what? Why are they only $25? But I don't understand. He was watching Discovery or something. He's like, man, I'd like to own some jellyfish. Isn't that just ridiculous? It had me strange. laughing so hard uh, seeing that video. But then did man. you catch the part where he says he wants to get them and make sure they don't die? 
Uh, yeah, so that I'm would like, be my on. problem. That'd T, how problem. many jellyfish have you killed? <laughs> oh, oh. Like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> maybe, or maybe he's just like, dang, I don't want dead jellyfish in here. Yeah. Like, I feel bad about it. I didn't buy them for them to die. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that hilarious? That is so strange. Yeah. This sounds like something somebody with a lot of money would do. But they're only $25. 25 he's Yeah, got- but yeah, I mean. It, you know, the tank and everything. It's like, you know, you could buy a boat. The boat might not be all that much money, but then you got to maintain it. And then oh, you got to well. like winterize it. I've been over here looking up, can I own a jellyfish? No, no, no. <laughs> no, just stick with plants. No, but imagine having somebody over and they're like, oh, what's that? You got a, a goldfish or something? Nah, just a couple of jellyfish. I've, I didn't. I've never heard of anybody owning a jellyfish. Literally, T. Higgins, Higgins from the Bengals is the first person. He's going to start a trend. I'm telling you, it has something to do with money. Oh, here we go. How to start a jellyfish tank okay. with pictures. That's, we love What's Good Wednesdays. It's all about the good news in your life. And it could be the smallest little thing. Maybe you found $5 in the dryer this oh, morning. Yeah, I'm the like, best. Oh, it's like winning the lottery. Yeah. But your good news, 513-749-B105. We want you to share it with us. What's going on? Um, nine years ago, um, my mom had breast cancer, and today she had a mammogram. And she is still cancer-free. That's great. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I love so that. Good so good news. That's Girl, great you news. got us in, you got us in here crying. What the <laughs> heck? I'm sure this is a visit you dread every year. You're just like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Like, oh, this is good news. Well, thank you for sharing that yeah, with us. Yeah, we're what was so your happy name? for you. Kelly from Loveland. Kelly. All right. So maybe you've got news like that. You're going to make us start crying. Happy tears, yeah. or it's something really small. You hit all the green lights on your way to work. In 2019, I went to school for my KMA, and just a couple weeks ago, I found out that I am certified, and just last week, I walked across the stage and graduated. Uh, okay. Oh, my gosh, congrats. Tell, okay, us, tell, tell me, Nana, what KMA means. A KMA is a Kentucky medicine aid. and now I am enrolled into school now. Um, tomorrow, I actually take my placement test. So hopefully I'm on my way to my RN. Great stuff. Hey, thank oh, you for right. sharing that good news with us. Thank you. Hello, V105. What is your good news? Uh, my son hit a home run in his baseball game the other day. Oh, yeah. All right. Way to go. Wow. Was he was he talking about it for the rest of the night? Yes. It was. I would be too. Yeah, I never hit a home run. He got the game ball and everything. I hit another player once. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I in basketball, I tripped over one of my players one time. All right. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're... Not meant for sports. Yeah, good for you. There are son. people hitting home runs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Jesse, yeah. we don't have yeah. time for your list of all the yeah. My dad just stopped things. showing up to our, yeah. my games eventually. Yeah. Hey, hey, thanks for calling. Thank you. Thanks. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Time for the Truth Jar. Time for some honesty. We do this every single day. We take turns. One day I ask Anna a question. She has to answer it honestly and vice versa. Today, Anna, it's your turn. The question has been removed from the truth jar. Here you go. Name a time that you got lost. I got lost a lot, actually, especially while driving. That's a big thing for me. And this was probably a couple years ago. I got so lost that I pulled over in this little town and was considering, like, I'm, I really thought I might just have to live there. I was going to try and find the police department. What? And, yes, this is, I was lost for hours in the middle of nowhere. I still could not tell you where I was. This is the time when I lived in Indiana, right? And I lived in Muncie, Indiana, and I was meeting my family 
in the Cincinnati area at some park. I don't even know what the park was. So I wasn't really driving a lot of highways. I was taking a lot of back roads. And my phone lost service. And you know how I am. Oh, that's where it, I don't, that's where it starts. I don't, I have to have my GPS. And not only did I not, did I lose the service for my GPS, but I couldn't call anyone mm. to ask them yeah. where I was. And then you add on the fact that I am severely directionally challenged mm-hmm. and will think that I'm going north and I'm probably going south. Yeah. So I started to realize, you know, my GPS isn't working anymore. I thought, well, I'm pretty sure I could figure this out. You know, I'll just take this road. And and then I started to realize, like, no, I've never even seen this area. I don't even know what state I'm in at this point. Had to be Ohio or Indiana, but I, I didn't know where. And I see this little town because I'd probably been lost for, I don't know, about an hour now trying to text family members with nothing I pull over in this little town and there's like some kind of festival going on. So I thought like maybe I should get out and try to join this festival and see if I can find someone who might be able to tell me where I am. Uh So I drove around that for a while. I got too afraid to get out. Then I just start retracing my driving and I drive backwards all because I could remember where I'd come from. So Mm -hmm. I drive backwards all the way back to Muncie because I could not find the way. Finally, I get a hold of some family members. I'm like, you guys, I was supposed to be there three hours ago. Yeah. Don't, aren't you wondering where I'm at? And they're like, oh, we just thought you were running a little behind. I'm like, no, I've been lost in these back roads for three hours. I'm all the way back in Muncie. And so my mom was able to give me directions that I had to type down in my phone. And I then had to follow them all the way back. So for a total of what should have been two-hour drive, took me probably about five hours it's stressful and I just I don't understand yeah. so when you were back in Muncie why don't you just plug in the address and do that because I was going to lose service again you know there's something you could do and I, I don't exactly know how to do it where you can download what's called offline maps and if you know you can download the map yeah. so even if you lose service like if you're like in a national park or something um, you're good to go no yeah. matter what because I got lost in the Smoky Mountains one time with oh my, my, parents, gosh, my grandma scary. my parents we oh this is back in map quest directions anyway long story short no cell phone coverage not another human being for like an hour yeah and yeah we I mean and the sun was going down I'm like oh gosh yeah that makes it We're even about scarier to be in trouble well my mom told me after that she was like you know you really should go back to map quest she said <laughs> I'm like all right or just get one of those nice foldable maps you know come on <laughs> I don't even think I can read those. I really don't know if I can read a map. I'm not kidding. Yeah, you're screwed, actually. Jesse. I don't know. <laughs> I hope <laughs> this never happens I'm to you again. being honest, yeah. Half of people admit to seeing a mess sometimes, and then they just, well, I'm going to act like I didn't see this because I know that the next person will just go ahead and clean it up. Yeah, they don't want to worry about it. Yeah. They want to deal with it. Um, I'm not normally like that. If I come across a mess at work, or if I come across a mess, especially my own, well, it, it's all on me at home. Yeah. Of but- course I'm going to clean it up. But I have noticed this trend, uh, especially right here in the studio where I'm sitting right now. Oh. People have spilled stuff on this. You know how sensitive I am to people spilling things on carpet. Yes. And there's been, there's multiple circles of oh. things where people spill drinks or whatever like that. And I don't ever remember hearing about it. Like, hey, can we get a little carpet cleaner here? People were just wow. like, eh. I saw you spill coffee one time in our office. Well, well hold on. And uh, we, I mean, you did help me clean it up, but you were ready to call the cleanup process quits after about a minute. And I go, Oh, no, we're going to be here for at least two more minutes. We, <laughs> it was probably a total of like 10 minutes that we mopped yeah. up that coffee. Can't see that spot anymore, though, can you? All right. Well, who sits on that side? It's, that's Big Dave. Big Dave sits over there. 
Uh-oh. Oh, I mean, I can call well, out. Well, I don't want to call anybody out, but I just, I, I mean. <laughs> well, it could be. Well, we have Grover? people in here. Uh-oh. Oh, all right. It could be people on the weekends. <laughs> there could be people on the weekends. Oh, oh, okay. But, like, when it comes to being in public, I mean, what about you? If you are, let's say you're in a grocery store, although you're not super responsible for this. Yeah. Let's say you're in a grocery store and you walk by and you see a gallon of milk has fallen out of the cooler and it's just all over the floor, right? Yeah. Do you go, hmm, I guess I'll just keep on walking, or do you find a, a worker to be like, you may want to grab a mop? And go clean. Like at the gym, if I yeah. see somebody spilled a bottle of water, people leave it all the time. Nobody ever says anything. And I have to walk all the way up to the front desk, say, hey, you may want to grab a mop. There's like a five-foot puddle of water back there. Wow. Okay. I'm always the first person. No, if I saw something like that, I think I would say something. Um, it depends on what the mess is, what it depends on. So when you say a spilled gallon of milk or spilled water, I know that somebody could slip on that and injure themselves. So to me, that feels like an important mess that I need to alert somebody. If I see that somebody threw their, you know, fast food lunch bag on the ground and it's just chilling there, I'm not going to tell anyone about that because I feel that I would come off annoying telling, hey, by the way, Uh aisle five, you got a paper bag. Because I could have picked that up. And they're going to get it. But the spill, do you see what I'm saying? If the mess is bad enough that it could hurt somebody or it's going to smell or what, then I'll tell someone. But otherwise, mm. I spilled milk one time in the self-checkout at the grocery store. And I attempted to try to clean it up myself and they wouldn't let me. Well, yeah. They were just like, well, I mean, it was on the floor and everything. And they were like very much like, please just go. (laughs) Like, don't worry about that milk. Yeah. Go get another one and leave. Don't even pay for the new milk. Uh, Oh, my gosh. I I think it was just part of the policy or whatever. It is. They can't. If they had you cleaning up, how would that look? Imagine their bosses come in and there's a customer like scrubbing the floor. I know. It's just, it's not, it's not a good look. And if there were glass or something involved, you could hurt yourself. That's a good point. I drove up to Dayton last night to see Kevin Hart, the comedian, perform at the Nutter Center. How was it? It was really good. It was a phone-free show. Everybody had to lock up their phones and their smartwatches. Oh, you did? So there were no smart devices, nothing. No, not one screen throughout the entire show especially at a very important moment, and that was right before Kevin Hart came on stage. There was a moment that every single person in that arena would have taken their phone out and started filming and started taking pictures because it was a surprise. It was five minutes before Kevin goes on stage, and the host of the show is like, you know what, we're going to bring out one more person. Uh, We've been doing this at a couple of our tour stops. Oh, my gosh. We bring out uh, somebody that's local, give them five minutes on stage, you know, get them a little exposure. And the guy's like, I'd like to introduce. And he looks down and he goes, oh, dang it. I don't have his name. Um, All right. Well, anyway, and he's like laughing nervously. Here he is. And Dave Chappelle walks on stage. What? Oh, I'm yeah. so jealous. Oh, my Dave gosh. Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, who only lives like 10 minutes from there in Yellow Springs. Gosh, I should have guessed that. Yeah. I should have guessed that, too. Oh. Everybody freaked Yeah, they did. One of the biggest comedians on the planet. And I think we all collectively thought, too, like, oh, I'm so happy I did not have to pay for tickets for a Dave Chappelle show. Because it would have been, so it felt like we were getting, like, a free little thing. And he only was on there for, like, five, six minutes. Real quick. Max. But he did a couple of jokes. They were wrong. I can't repeat any of them. Okay, of course. They were hilarious. And he's just like how much he loves Kevin Hart. Oh. And he's like, Kevin Hart is so rich. 
He goes, his house is so big now. I FaceTimed him the other night. And uh, on FaceTime, we talked for 15 minutes. He never even had to turn a corner. He's just, <laughs> He's just walking straight down a straight hall. hallway. <laughs> so Dave Chappelle oh. showed up at the Nutter Center last night. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Man, I, am, I was already jealous of you, but hearing that too, yeah, it's like you got two comedy massive. shows. It was massive. Yeah. And I just Googled to see if there's like any news stories or photos. No, it's like it never happened. Because so, uh, until now, now no you just, you're talking about it on the radio. Uh, yeah. That was, How cool is that? And if you ever had the chance to see Kevin Hart, if you don't mind a couple curse words here and there, yeah, uh, you will. I laughed so hard, like my jaw hurt. Yeah. So it was great. It was a great show last night. Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. At the end of our show each day, we uh, just kind of share like eh, half the day. How did the show make us feel? Our emotion. And I'll go first today. I am feeling excited. Yeah, what are you excited Because I about? just remembered, it was a while back for my mom's birthday, and uh, I was in charge of buying her a gift card to a restaurant, and I yep. got a $10 bonus. I forgot about it. I got a $10 bonus gift card. Wasn't this the whole dilemma of, like, whether you should give Keep, her yeah. the uh, $10 bonus because, like, it kind of, you got it for free? Yeah. And you were like, uh, even though my my siblings chipped in, I'm going to go ahead and keep that bonus for myself? Yes, and, and now I did. you're you're, obviously you haven't. No regrets still. Uh, not really. No. Okay. In fact, yeah, I'm just feeling excited because I totally forgot that it existed. Is it for still food? Still got it. Yeah. So it's for like a, a group of restaurants. So there are different oh. places I can go. But uh, yeah. Pep and Dolores Never been there. there. I want to go there. One of my favorites. It's so good. Really? No, so I got $10 there. Or I could go to like the Eagle. Oh, oh, I've been there. Fried chicken or oh, the Bakersfield. I've also you know? been there. Whoa. I got options. Why have so, I been to all these places? That's, look at you, Jess, because you've been never spontaneous. Been that person. My emotion of the day is hopefulness. Oh, about what? I'm hopeful that after the experience I had last night at the Kevin Hart show up at the right um, at the right state Nutter Center, where no phones allowed. It was a no phone policy, yeah. no smartphone policy. I'm hopeful that more venues where appropriate, adopt this policy and make people lock their stupid phones up. And I've never been one to like advocate for this. Really? But ever, having experienced it last night and seeing what it's like to be in a room full of people actually focused and paying attention to a show yeah. and not looking at their phone, and that includes me, I was like, let's do more of this. That's this pretty is powerful great. if it's if you enjoyed it so much that you now want this yes. for other shows. That's pretty powerful. That says a lot. You know, there's probably some parents. Uh, I was talking to, who was I talking to about this earlier on today? Was it Brian and Heather Arlinghouse from Arlinghouse Plumbing, Heating, and Air? Anyway, we, I was telling them about this, I think, and they said, oh, we need to get that for our kids. So we have to lock the phones <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, all kids hate you right now. <laughs> yeah, sorry, kids. <laughs> you just kids. gave their parents an idea. Sorry, sorry. All right, let's get out of here. All right, all right, all right. Go, go, all right. Go. see, now I got myself all in trouble. All right. All right. Hey, everybody have a great night. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.